I wonder what you think would be more fun. In-laws coming into town to stay with you for a visit, getting ready for a crawfish boil, or waking up on Monday morning and looking at your calendar and realizing that on Thursday you have a dentist appointment. <laughs> for me, it's not the dentist. These moments, in-law visits, crawfish boils, and the dentist do have something in common. Each one takes preparation. Think about in-laws. Now, I get along really well with Sally and Jerry. I love them. I look forward to their visits, and I make sure a couple of days before they come to call them. And I ask, is there anything I can do for you as you come to visit? Of course, Virginia gets ready too. The rectory has a back den with day beds. So she makes the bed, sets out the towels in the bathroom, and probably a dozen other things that I don't know about. We prepare for their visit. We prepare to open our house. Crawfish boil, like any meal, needs preparation, making sure the propane tank is full. You've got to chop the vegetables for the boil, you've got to clean the crawfish, add spices to the pot, boil and soak until you get just the right spiciness. Step-by-step -step preparation until the crawfish are laid on the table and there's a banquet. The dentist? Well, I love brushing my teeth, but I never seem to have the patience for flossing. It's been better since the sonic toothbrush. But when I see a dentist appointment on my calendar, I start flossing immediately. <laughs> but then there's never enough time, is there? The dentist always shakes his head, let's get you flossing more. Cramming flossing is not an effective way to prepare for the dentist. Jesus says he will prepare. He'll prepare a place for the disciples. He'll prepare a place for us. When heaven and earth are joined, we'll have a place with God forever. The land of light and peace, where the lamb lays down with a lion, and we know the fullness of God's love. This is of great comfort, knowing that Jesus is at work preparing for us to be near God. And it's one of the reasons why this passage is read so often at funerals. But then, it's not all about what Jesus does for us. Jesus says the one who believes will do the works that he does. Works that Jesus does. Jesus washed the disciples' feet. And he told them to follow his example. Jesus, who, as these words in our gospel reading were read, were said, he was preparing to give his life as a shepherd for the sheep. In our lives, in this time that we are blessed with, in our world, we are to do the works that Jesus does. A reality of Jesus' ministry is that it was thoughtful, it was purposeful, 
each step of preparation for the next. The same can and should be true for you and how you engage in holy ministry, following Jesus' example of loving beyond yourself. Open your heart to Jesus. Allow him room. Prepare. Prepare for Jesus in your spiritual life. Prepare for Jesus in your relationships. And do it now. The spiritual life, through prayer and learning, think about a crawfish boil. It's not haphazard. There are steps to make for a great meal. So don't just pray casually. Prepare yourself. If you're on your way to church, start slowing down your thoughts. Breathe regularly and deeply. Same is true when you come up for communion. Allow distractions to fall away. Each step preparing for the next until kneeling in church you are ready for the rich presence of God. The same goes for those of you who are streaming. I know you have your regular chair and you have the way that you set your device up, but make that space special. Light a candle and put it nearby. Calm yourself and breathe slowly and deeply. It may well be that in this moment God appears in your prayer and worship and you receive a feeling, a thought, an idea for ministry in this world. Maybe something small. It's happened to me once. One of my small ministries is always to look for trash on the ground and pick it up. Loving creation as I think about and hope for the world around me. Make room for Jesus in your heart. Making room for Jesus in your heart can be accomplished by enlarging your heart when it comes to the people in your life. Think of the in-laws visiting. Being deliberate in asking people how they need to be loved. And then loving them as they need. It grows in us selflessness the servant way of being that Jesus practiced. You'll start looking at people differently and wondering what they need instead of insisting on your own ways. It'll become more than second nature to you. It will become a calling, a deep calling. And you knew I'd get there, the dentist. Preparing a place for Jesus and flossing. It's not too late to start flossing. I mean, it's too late to start flossing before the dentist appointment. But unlike the dentist, it's never too late when it comes to Jesus. But why wait? Start now. Start opening your heart even more than it is already. No matter where we are in our faith journey, we can always grow. Someone once asked me, if it's never too late when it comes to Jesus, why not wait a little longer? 
sin a little more? <laughs> the answer I found by preparing a place for Jesus in my heart, I experience a mansion around me. There's already in our lives a mix of heaven and earth, even if we're waiting for the final piece of God that envelops all that is, all that was, and all that will be. By embracing and walking more closely with Jesus, I experience now, I experience now God's presence, his peace, his joy, filling my heart and imagination. Yes, Jesus has gone before us to prepare, to prepare a mansion for each one of us. As we pass through this life into the next, we can and should prepare, doing the works that Jesus did, being purposeful in loving God with all of our heart and mind and soul, and loving our neighbor as ourselves.